This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan this morning, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. We're so happy to have each one of you folks with us. And uh, But we're looking in this study now in our regular services here, Trailblazer services. We have been for quite a while, blood redemption in the Old Testament. And in our last study there, I promise you that we would begin to speak about the fountain of cleansing. First, what is a fountain of cleansing? Then, how is this fountain of cleansing open? Then, who can come for cleansing? And then fourth, if we have time, may we look at some examples uh, of folks who were saved and uh, who came for cleansing. And uh, now, if you have your Bible, I mentioned in our last study, go there and read uh, the 12th chapter of Zechariah. And I'm going to read some verses, uh, and then and then we'll speak, and then we'll comment on them. The scripture says, "And I will pour out upon I will pour upon the house of David, and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall have bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. In that day there shall be a great mourning in Jerusalem as the mourning of Hadad Remian." In the valley of Megiddo, and the land shall mourn every family apart, the family of the house of David apart, and their wives apart, the family of the house of Nathan apart, and their wives apart, the family of the house of Levi apart, and their wives apart, and the family of uh, Shimei apart, and their wives apart, and all the families that remain, every family apart, and their wives apart. And in that day, listen now, listen, and in that day, there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and for sin and uncleanliness. That's Zechariah 12, 10 through 13. In this scripture, in these scriptures here, the old prophet Zechariah is giving us a picture of what's going to happen when Jehovah gathers the Jews back to Jerusalem in the closing days of this age just before our Lord comes back to reign. Now, maybe you didn't catch that. This is a picture of what's going to happen, what's going to take place when Jehovah gathers the Jews back to Jerusalem in the closing days of this age, just before our Lord comes back to earth. Now, we know there's lots of activity going on there in, in that land, in Jerusalem, and all those areas around about. There's much uh, on the news and in the news about Iran and the atomic weapons and nuclear weapons and all of those things. And folks ask me about it. Aren't you afraid? Aren't you concerned? I said, no, not one bit, because it all leads up to the coming of our blessed Lord. And the scripture says, when these things begin to take place, look up, look up for our redemption draweth nigh. This is the a prophetic picture of God pouring out His Spirit of grace and supplication upon the Jews, which breaks them to repentance and sets them to mourning for Christ, whom they have rejected and crucified and sent back to heaven, not wanted. Isn't that a sad picture? Isn't that a commentary on you and me? Oh, you say, well, I didn't have it. Yes, yes, we did. When the Spirit of grace is poured out upon those Jews, in the last days, their hearts are open, and they come to see that the Christ they rejected is the Messiah. It's their Messiah, 
and then they will begin to mourn for him as one mourneth, mourneth for his firstborn. This is a heartfelt repentance and leads to the fountain of cleansing, which is the acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ as their revealed substitute, Savior and Lord. How we long to see that day as we approach the end of this age that you and I live in. But my friend, this is also a picture, a beautiful picture, of every sinner who ever gets saved. He comes to that fountain for sin and for uncleanliness through the bitterness of repentance. There's no other way. Listen, let me go back and mention, every sinner who ever gets saved comes to the point of uh, utter despair because of his sin. He sees under the Spirit's work, under the Holy Spirit's work, his, his utter helplessness and hopelessness. And I know that we're living in a day when we don't see much of that. We don't see much or any Holy Spirit conviction. And I have folks write me and call me. Maybe you'd like to know, what is Holy Spirit conviction, Pastor? What is Holy Spirit conviction, Trailblazer? Well, let me just briefly. When, when the Lord gets ready to save a sinner, when the Lord begins to work a, a work of grace in your heart, it's not, it's not inviting you to come down the aisle and shake the preacher's hand. It's not inviting you to join some church, whether it be big, small, or middle. It's not, that's not have, that has nothing to do with salvation. But when, when the Lord sets his love upon a sinner, like he did the old trailblazer one day, the blessed Holy Spirit, the third person of the triune God, that mysterious, begins that mysterious work there of opening that heart. Our hearts, the Bible says, are deceitful and desperately wicked. They have no knowledge, our hearts have no knowledge that they're sinful, wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Those things are hidden. Satan has blinded the minds of our folks, and they, we, we, we walk along, we, we walk in this world day by day, just like nothing's wrong, everything's hunky-dory, but when the Lord, by His grace and by His mercy, sets His love upon a poor sinner, we see the Holy Spirit, or we know that the Holy Spirit comes there, and by that strange work of the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues, my friend. It's not healing. It's not those things. The work of the Holy Spirit is to awaken sinners to see themselves lost and undone that they may begin to cry out unto the Lord for, for uh, salvation. Yes, yes, that sinner comes to that fountain for sin and for uncleanliness, which he has seen through the work of the Holy Spirit. Without the work of the Holy Spirit, there's no conviction of sin, not a bit, my friend. I have folks holler at me and squall at me, write me snotty letters. Don't call me a sinner. I'm not a sinner. Well, I can't help it if you're ignorant of your sinfulness. Every man is until the Holy Spirit does that work. My friend, we're living in perilous times. Did you know that? We are. But when that sinner comes to that fountain for sin and for uncleanliness, it's through the bitterness of repentance. There's no other way. Oh, my friend, God has opened to us a new and living way into the holy of holies, holies by his shed blood. But God does not permit one single sinner to enter therein until he comes repenting, my friend. 
The scripture says, except ye repent. Now, I know, I know you can rear back on your 24 inches there and say, well, I don't believe in that, and I don't believe in this, and the Lord saved me, and I didn't do this, and I didn't do that. But, my friend, what is the basis of your salvation? What is the basis of your salvation? Is it that you joined the church one day, you lived a good, clean life, and you do all those things that well, decent people do? That's not salvation. That's not sal- Do you know what salvation means, my friend? The very word salvation means deliverance. Have you ever been delivered from sin? Are you just struggling hard day by day? Maybe you're aware that you're, that you're sinful and that you're not right with the Lord. But listen, listen, all of this... All of this, my friend, uh, repentance makes the devil mad, doesn't he? He doesn't like it. Satan, 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 Satan has a people. Did you know that, my friend? He doesn't want to lose you. We've been showing you from time to time uh, what this fountain is, as set forth in the Old Testament. In type and through the death of our blessed Lord, our substitute, and how it was fulfilled in the death of Christ on the cross, and his resurrection and his ascension back to the Father. Now, let me say right here, you get this truth and hold it. You wake up there, sit up and sit up straight and listen. Maybe you dozed off there, but you listen. I know we come on early in the morning sometime, 4 o'clock in the morning, some station, but you sit up and listen. Would you do that? Uh, I, often, I often tell my folks here, you know, the Holy Spirit uh, is, in, is with us many times in our services. And if you go to sleep or you nod off or count the tiles in the ceiling, you may miss you may miss the work of the Holy Spirit, my friend. Just like I tell my folks here, and, and you who listen to me over the radio, you cut the services, you skip the Sunday night and Wednesday night, sir, I'm tired. I'm just tired tonight. I'm not going. Well, it might be the very night that the Holy Spirit passes through wherever you meet. And, and open your heart. Wouldn't that be a tragedy if you missed that, my friend? If you missed it, missed the Holy Spirit? I'm telling you, folks, we, we, need, to, we need to take stock. We need, to, we need to think about our souls. We need to think about what is it? What is it going to be if you miss the Lord? What is it going to be if you go to hell? What is it going to be? Eternity in that darkness, in that Utter darkness where there'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. I'm telling you, I, I know that I get off my subject once in a while, and that's okay. But listen, my friend, if you never come to know the Lord, if you never come to trust the Lord, if you never come there seeking mercy, if you never come there acknowledging that you're a sinner, you just die and go out into eternity lost. And this woman called me the other day. I started to say lady, but she was a woman. And she railed on me for mentioning hell. I said, lady, lady, are you saved? Oh, she spouted off this and that and other. She'd been a member of the church for long. But my friend, hell is a living reality whether you believe it or not. Satan is a living personality whether you believe it or not. Heaven is a real place, my friend, whether you understand it or not. And there's only two places where a soul is going to spend eternity. That's in heaven with our blessed Lord because he's been washed in the blood or in hell because he rejected the truth. You know, you don't reject Christ. You reject the truth about yourself. You never admit that you're a sinner. You don't, you don't never be saved. The Bible says you shall know the truth 
and the truth shall set you free. But if you don't acknowledge the truth, if you go around uh, swearing that you're not a sinner, well, I'm not a sinner like that old trailblazer says I am. Well, my friend, I don't say you're a sinner, but I know one thing the Bible says, oh, there's none righteous, no, not one. That leaves you out, doesn't it? Left me out. Left me out in the cold. That's right. Not one righteous, no, not one. You don't have any righteousness. You don't have anything the Lord will accept. You don't know. You don't. You might as well. You might as well put that down your pipe and smoke it, my friend. You don't have nothing. You have no righteousness. The Lord doesn't owe you anything. You're not somebody special. But if the Lord, by His grace and mercy, extends to you uh, the Holy Spirit to open your blinded eyes, then fall at His feet, crying for mercy, begging for mercy. And we're looking at that fountain that's open there. We're going to get back into it in our next study. Oh, my friend, that Christ might be honored and glorified. And remember, my phone number here, air code 225-664-8658. And then remember the old Trailblazer's address, the old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 